sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a dime from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in Birdland. It's uh, Anson Tebbets along with uh, Chip Darmstadt. There's a rumor going around it's been wet. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but there's just a lot of internet chatter and stuff that it's been wet recently. Yeah, I haven't got outside. I don't know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, man, it is soggy. Uh, and the trails, if you know, if you're going into a, into a park or something, uh, it's easy to be tempted to kind of skirt the big giant puddle and walk through the the woods or off the side and uh, trying to like force myself to walk right through the puddle <laughs> so i don't widen the trail but it is wet and soggy yeah no no it's been uh, and it's been cool too i mean we've had what 40s for a long time but uh the warm-up is uh, upon us um, um we hope it sticks around but uh it's certainly going to be a, a green 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 um um, rest of May with all this all this rain yeah and as soon as we get a little sun things are just going to pop uh, you know I've been keeping an eye on Birdcast um, we talked about this probably a long time ago but uh, Cornell Lab of Ornithology has this uh, this service I'll call it or um, <clears throat> it's an app or uh, you can go to the website and see bird migration forecasts and not surprisingly, if you go to BirdCast right now, it's saying that very few birds are, are migrating through. Um, it gives a, an estimate of the number of birds per hour that are migrating on any given day. And uh, it's definitely the needle is pointing to low right now. But that, that will change as soon as the weather uh, warms up and the winds change and things get a little more sunny. So uh, looking forward to that needle changing from low to high. Yeah, we've had the, you know, the blackbirds, the song sparrows, the, um, you know, the robins, the bluebirds, some of those early arrivals, the killdeer, the, you know, the woodcock. But now we're going to head into um, really an explosion of warblers, right? Yeah, you know, and a lot of the early migrants um, include warblers, even in April, um, black-throated green, black-and-white warbler, yellow-rump warbler, of course, um, uh, start showing up. Um, even those early migrants, and, and and just back to things like winter wren and, and sapsucker, even those have been in pretty low numbers. But you know, we should see lots of warblers coming in soon. Um, you know, I think it'll be interesting. There'll be a mix of those early migrants, um, like black and white warbler, for example, and then the ones that come more <clears throat> mid-month um, chestnut-sided warbler. I think they'll all be arriving at the same time. It should be great. Yeah, no. So um, why don't we start with some of the um, um, one of my favorites uh, used to call it the um, myrtle warbler, but I think they call it the yellow rumped warbler now. But they that was one of the, the early ones. And I think that's a that's one of my favorite warblers. Yeah, they you know, they're uh, maybe the most common warbler in Vermont, uh, but they, yeah, they are so beautiful. Um, a male in breeding plumage, just a gorgeous bird. 
you know, and, and it's it's okay to call it a myrtle warbler still. That that still exists as a thing. Um, <clears throat> you know, we, there's myrtle warbler in Audubon's warbler, and um, they've been lumped uh, under yellow rumped warbler, so they're considered the same species. That could change, uh, but yeah, it's still myrtle warbler, still a uh, uh, you know a geographic race of the yellow rumped warbler for sure. All right, well, I'll, I'll continue to call it the myrtle warbler. Myrtle, for folks who don't know, is a, that ground cover, um, and it has a purple blossom that's that's happening right about now. You see it like around foundations and old farmsteads, but it's a sort of a dark green, and it spreads, and it's it's kind of nice. So myrtle, um, the plant myrtle, kind of cool. What about uh, butterbot? We can call it, is that butterbot too? I was just going to say, you could go with butterbot. <laughs> yeah, uh, although it's, you know, there are other warbler species. Um, let's see. I think magnolia warbler, uh, Cape May warbler. I think also have yellow on the rump. So uh, myrtle yellow rump warbler is not the only one with yellow on the rump, but I think it is the one that people yet yeah, tend to call butterbutt. Yeah, great name. Good stuff. It's a green up weekend in Vermont. Uh, folks are picking up trash, um, which is kind of one of the greatest environmental holidays ever unofficial holiday but the first saturday in um may it, it's happening and uh, you'll see people out with their green bags picking up litter that's uh, accumulated over the uh, last 12 months and believe it or not just astonishes me how much litter there is out there but uh, a lot of volunteers working this weekend doing that um and we're talking about warblers uh we talked about the uh, the butterbutt or the myrtle or the yellow rump warbler um, what are the early arrival would we have uh, chip um, but black thirty green, <clears throat> that's another one that comes back pretty early. And also, like myrtle warbler, very common in Vermont, uh, nests in um, northern hardwood forest and all over the state. Um, a beautiful bird, um, usually harder to see um, when they're nesting uh, and leaves are out. But early in the spring, uh, that's one of the great things. Uh, not as many leaves, so you can pick those black thirty pretty green and yellow rump warblers out a little easier in the trees before it totally leaves out. Mm-hmm. So that's one to, to look at for, for sure. Yeah. The, um, and we have like dozens of potential sightings over the next few weeks, right? With the, and right now, you know, I know some, some of the leaves are really out, but it's kind of a, a key part right now and not a lot of mosquitoes quite yet as well. Um, so it's, it's sort of that key two-week period here, it looks like. Yeah, and black burnian warbler, another one that could be hard to see when the leaves are all out, uh, and they come back pretty early. Um, you know, that's the one, of course, with the bright orange face, an amazing bird with you know some black markings, um, wing bars, mostly um, whitish on the belly, but lots of orange um, if you are lucky enough to catch a glimpse of one up in the treetops, uh, just a stunning bird so i'm looking forward first uh to the first blackburnian warbler of the season um if you have trouble hearing high pitches uh they're they can be difficult to locate by song because they their song is very high pitched these c notes um se uh up in the treetops but uh a bird uh that you know once you see one you know it changes your life you never forget your for your first blackburnian warbler yeah, yeah, the warblers. Uh, 
Um, and um, so they'll be raising their young in Vermont as well, right? Yeah. Uh, those three warblers we just talked about are all nesting warblers in Vermont. Um, yeah, we're really lucky. We have a lot of warblers that nest in our state. Uh, there's not too much. I'm trying to think of what migrates through Vermont, uh, what warblers migrate through Vermont but don't nest. Um, Connecticut warbler, very, very rare warbler, mostly seen in the fall, if at all, doesn't nest. Um, palm warbler is a scarce nester in Vermont, but palm warbler um, is found in the Northeast Kingdom. Um, some are definitely scarcer. Cape May warbler, uh, bay-breasted warbler, Tennessee warbler. They're probably the, the ones that are less frequent in Vermont as a nesting species, but um, certainly migrate through. But, but they do, but they do nest. Um, uh, but it's just not as common as chestnut-sided and black-throated blue, blue black-throated green, yeah. that kind of thing. Warbler week on uh, For the Birds, Chip and Anson. Uh, I'm going to scoot out of here in a few moments, but uh, still waiting to hear. I haven't heard um, the American bittern yet, but I, I just, with all this water, it makes me think of the, the bittern, but I have not heard the bittern yet, but I'm, I'm sure it's back, and I just haven't heard it yet. Yeah, I heard one, uh, just a, a little tiny clip <laughs> from a bittern um, in the middle of the morning <clears throat> up in um, – Alberg, uh, Mud Mud Creek, um, uh, great big place to go birding. Uh, just gave a, a, a very brief snippet of its song, so they're 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 around for sure. Yeah, you bet. All right, great time of the year to be uh, birding. Um, everyone, um, enjoy your weekend, and we'll do it again next weekend right here on the stations of Radio Vermont. Until then, I'm Anson Tevitz. I'm Chip Darmstadt. For the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales.